Welcome to Change Nation, I'm Ariane, and today's episode is all about sleep. If you or anyone you'd love or anyone you know is going through any form of sleep issues, this is an episode that you're going to get all of your questions answered. I'm very lucky to have with me here today Christine Fee. She is the creator of an incredible new product called Good Night Sleep Right. It's a DVD and CD that can help you really look at why you're not sleeping, help you get that good night's sleep that I know we're all craving. So welcome to the show, Christine. It's great to have you with us. Thank you, Ariane. It's a pleasure to be here. So Christine, your background is in fitness. Yes, it is. You are a fabulous fitness trainer. You've been behind the bodies of some pretty famous people. Yes. What is it that made you want to take care of people's sleep issues? Well, I've been in the business of fitness for 25 years, and I've trained hundreds of clients. I've taught them how to eat properly and how to exercise, but I realized what I wasn't doing was teaching them how to get a good night's sleep. And sleep really is the most crucial component of overall health as far as uh, weight loss, eating properly. It's all affected by the amount of sleep that you have. Uh, you can be at risk for heart disease, diabetes, stroke, depression. Lack of sleep causes all these major, major issues. It is, uh, there are 70 million people having sleep difficulties, so it's time to address this very important component of health. Christine, I guess off the bat, there's probably people going, okay, what's the number? Like, is it six, is it seven, is it eight, is it 10, is it less than that? We all know someone who can get through on five. Is there an average? Yeah, you know what, we're saying six to 10 hours is kind of a nice window with eight being the, the average sleep that people need. But there are people who do very well with six hours, and then there are those who need 10 hours. So in my mind, I don't want to stress people out by saying you have to have eight because maybe they don't need the eight. So anywhere between six and 10 is good. Studies have been done on less than four hours sleep a night, and that really is detrimental to your health. What happens to the body when you're not getting enough sleep? Like what are the consequences of people actually really looking at the fact that they should find an extra hour or two in their day to get some sleep? What happens when you don't get adequate sleep, and they've proven this with the studies, you gain weight, you look old and tired, the lines on your face, the dark circles, you have an energy loss, your memory isn't as good, and as I said before, you're, you're at risk for, for major diseases. So um, sleep is, is truly important from a chemical standpoint. Your uh, digestive hormones will be out of balance, your metabolism will slow down, your body will store fat, you'll crave fatty foods and salty snacks and all those things which will then throw off your good eating habits and your exercise regimen. I find this extraordinary. To think yes. that getting a little bit more sleep yes. will actually help people with weight loss is an incredible message for people to hear. It really is, Ariane, and, and I've only learned this in the last few years in studying and doing my own research, how important sleep is. It's, it's almost epidemic as far as the number of people who can't sleep, and there are only 6% of people who actually go to a doctor to, sleep, to, to seek help for it. How quickly do you see results with your product? We live in a time where it's like, I need to sleep like tomorrow yeah. or in a week. Yeah. Does it take a certain amount of time for the body to start getting comfortable yeah, with the sleep habit? It depends on the individual and the individual's circumstances. Um, it could take one shot or it could take a week or a couple weeks of using the regimen and, as you said, getting accustomed to it and learning to relax and enjoy it. I, I do have a, a testimonial, which I'd love to share with you. A um, 13-year-old girl 
she um, is a client of a friend of mine who happens to be a social worker. And she was living in a dysfunctional situation and not being able to sleep. So the social worker was giving her coping techniques, trying to teach her relaxation skills, none of it which she was doing. So for her graduation, the social worker gave her good night sleep right. Well, a week later, the girl comes back to see the social worker. She's got a big smile on her face. And she said, thank you so much for good night sleep right. She said, for the first time in months, I'm actually sleeping. It worked. So for her, she said it worked the first night. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Christine, when we met, you had a few tips that you shared mm -hmm. that I want to make sure that everyone hears as well. I remember the first one being about caffeine. Yes, caffeine. That's something that really needs to be addressed. We are a caffeine society. And if you're not getting enough sleep, then you're, you're energizing yourself with caffeine to get through the next day. So I do recommend that you reduce your caffeine intake. And a lot of people don't realize that caffeine stays in your system for up to 12 hours. So if you're having that, that cup of java in the morning and you want to get to sleep at 10 o'clock at night, have the caffeine before 10 o'clock in the morning so that it's completely out of your system and your sleep will be undisturbed. Um, I also recommend uh, writing down everything that goes on in your head, all the clutter, all the noisy voices. At bedtime, write it down on a piece of paper or in a notebook next to your bed. Get it out of your head, get it on the paper. All the worries, the to-do list for tomorrow and quiet those voices in your head. What else do you recommend? I know you've got a ton of tips. Oh, so me. many things. And you know, a lot of them are just fun. Creating an environment in your bedroom that's conducive to sleep, cool, calm, quiet, dark, clutter-free. Get rid of the laptops, the cell phones, the Blackberries, and just create a welcoming environment, a place where you want to go at night and, and a place you look forward to. And also, I recommend uh, relaxation techniques. Um, just listening to soothing music, using aromatherapy oil such as lavender-based oil, a pure lavender, will have calming effects on you. Uh, guided imagery, deep breathing, meditation, they all work. And that's all in here. This is, my product is all a blend of these, which is very important because a lot of people say, oh yeah, I know, I should meditate, I should deep breathe, but I don't have time at night. I think it's because they don't have a t something tangible to use. This in 15 minutes, will take you through all those things and calm you down before you go to sleep. Christine, how do you deal with noise? I mean, I live in New York City. Sure. It's a very noisy place. Sure. Does noise have a huge impact on my sleep? Should I be sleeping with earplugs? Noise, yes, does have an impact. I believe there's 17% of people are disrupted by noise during the course of the night. And if you're in the city, I think it's very important to have white noise, they call it. Maybe they have those little machines just a background noise or even a fan, something that will um, block out the acute noises that wake you up during the night. Anything else that we don't think of that's probably disturbing our sleep? Not obvious things? Yes, well, little children climbing into bed. They're <laughs> obvious. They're <laughs> it's obvious. pretty obvious. And how about the family pet, you know, the cat or the dog? And we might not realize how many times they're waking us up during the course of the night. What about food? What about things that we're eating, digestion? Absolutely. I recommend eating several hours before you go to bed at night. Any heavy meals at bedtime will disrupt your sleep, obviously, because you're digesting. and it's, The digestion creates a lot of energy in your system, which will be disruptive. And also alcohol. Alcohol at bedtime might put you to sleep, but several hours later it will wake you up because it metabolizes in your system over the course of several hours 
which wakes you up, and then you have to deal with getting back to sleep. So let's talk about the waking up part. Yeah. How do you wake up rested? Like sometimes I'll sleep for eight hours and I'm still tired. Is it because I have a sleep debt or because I've eaten late or because I'm worried? Is it a combination of all it three? It could be all of those things, Ariane. And that's why I highly recommend relieving your stress before you go to sleep which you can do with the light stretching that I have in my program. Releases the tension in your muscles. Some people sleep all night and they say, oh, I had eight hours. But have you ever awakened almost in the fetal position with actual fists? I have. You wake up and you're like, oh, gosh, I feel so tired this morning. And you don't feel refreshed because you haven't relaxed mentally, physically, before you've gone to sleep, and that will destroy that deep sleep that is very restorative. And I find it interesting that most of us stretch when we get up in the morning. What I'm mm -hmm. hearing you say is you actually need to stretch before you go to sleep at night. Yes, you're right. There are diff there's different types of stretching. There are stretchings that you would do at night that are very calming and relaxing and they release the tension. There are stretches and movement that you would do in the morning to wake you up and get the blood circulating and, and the energy moving. They would be more vigorous stretches. I think I might have you demonstrate those in a couple of seconds. We're <laughs> gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm here with Christine Fee. She's a sleep expert helping us address all the issues that might be going on around us getting a good night's sleep. Christine, you mentioned some relaxation techniques, stretching techniques. Can you give us just one real quick now that we can do before we, we try and have a good night's sure, sleep? Sure, absolutely. The one I can do very simply sitting in the seat here, which everyone can do, is for your neck. No matter what you're doing during the course of the day, the tension will go to our necks. You know, if you're at a laptop computer, you're carrying heavy bags, you're lifting children, whatever you're doing, we're creating tension up in the neck. So it's really, really important to release that at night. Um, very simply, just by dropping your chin to your chest and lifting your head up, turning your head side to side to the right. And you would do this slowly to the left, circling around and up and around and up. And before you know it, you're starting to calm down. And a couple of minutes? Oh, yeah, it just takes minutes. Impact. And if you have the soothing music in the background, which my program has, it's amazing. So tell <laughs> us a bit more about this program. Okay. It is, as I said earlier, it's a blend of relaxation techniques. And it starts with the um, soothing music in the background. And the music is very ethereal. It just takes you to another place. And you start with some deep breaths and you go into this very gentle stretching. And then you go into what I call my uh, oil ritual, the lavender oil, and placing it under your nose and start inhaling it with some deep breaths, massaging it into your temples, massaging it into your temples. You're going to make me fall <laughs> <laughs> And then you're massaging it right here, you know, and you're really, the blood pressure now is starting to drop, your pulse is dropping. And then I advise, you know, that you close your eyes and listen to my voice. And then I begin some guided imagery. You know, you're on a beautiful tropical island, and you feel the gentle breeze <laughs> against your face. And then we go through the muscle relaxation um, overview, release any tension you have in your shoulders, in your arms, your legs, your feet. 
And by the end of it, the music continues to play. And from what I'm told, everyone is sound asleep by then. <laughs> Feeling a lot more relaxed just listening to and you. And it's 15 minutes, the actual um, performance of it. And then the music goes on for another 15 minutes to, just to make sure that you're really in a sound sleep. If you wake up at the end of the music, you just remove your headphones or whatever and you go, you're asleep, so it's fine. Christine, have you found a difference between men and women's sleep habits? There is a difference. Um, they find that men in middle age have more sleep apnea, which is a serious medical condition and needs to be addressed. Women have a different situation. Women are the caregivers. Women are jumping up in the middle of the night for the kids or for the elder parent. The women are listening to the the husband or the partner snoring and they're getting up and worried about them. Women typically will not go to a doctor because they don't realize they have a sleep issue. Um, but it is definitely a little different for men and women, although the relaxation techniques work for both. They work for anybody. I think there's a lot of people who probably take sleep medication. Yes. I do not. For people who do take that, what, yeah. what must they know? What are the myths around medication? I know that your program is very holistic and alternative. Yes, it is. It's, it's all natural and it's simple. The medications um, sometimes are prescribed for, as I said, a sleep medical condition. But over-the-counter medications, um, a lot of people are taking those. They do, you do become dependent on them, even if it's a psychological dependency that you need that to get to sleep. And sleep experts, medical sleep experts, do not recommend using them more than three or four nights a week. So I guess there's a way of sort of slowly coming off it as people look at alternative yes. ways of getting Yes, sleep. and you might even, if you are dependent on a sleep pill and you want to get off of those pills, I would try using this program with your pill, okay, if that makes you feel more comfortable, and then try it the next night without your pill and just see how that works for you. And maybe gradually, as you said, wean yourself off of it with the help of the natural relaxation. Christine, I've heard conflicting evidence around people watching TV or even reading books right before they go to sleep. What have you found? I found it's very individual. Just like with exercise, everyone has their individual preferences that work for them. I think that's true of your pre-bedtime routine. Um, I know a lot of women who, who read a book and fall asleep, and that really works for them. Or if they wake up in the middle of the night, they'll read and fall back to sleep. Some people like to have the TV on the room while they're preparing for bed. As long as it's not uh, anxiety-inducive news or a very stress, <laughs> stressful program that would create anxiety, that, that you don't want to have. You really need to turn off that TV maybe an hour before you go to sleep. Given the fact that your background is exercise, is there really a dramatic difference in a good night's sleep if you are exercising? It's huge. It's huge. People who are eating right and exercising right and not getting enough sleep are finding that their eating program and their exercise program, as we said earlier, is not working. I have women who have come to me and said, okay, I'm doing everything I can. I'm eating less. I'm exercising more. These are very typical postmenopausal women. How come I'm not losing weight? And I said, well, how, how, off, how much sleep do you get a night? Oh, well, forget the sleep. I only get about four hours. Mm -hmm. This is where the problem lies, and this is where you need to pay attention. Once you get the sleep habits and you're getting that six to ten hours of sleep a night you need, 
the diet and the exercise will fall into place. So I'm sure there's some new moms, or just moms in general, watching this. Yes. Beautiful category of people who yes. probably are not getting enough sleep. Absolutely. How do we help them? How do we help them? You know, there are 72% of working moms do not sleep properly and do not get enough sleep. 72% is huge. And, and understandably so. They have a lot of stress. They've got to get the kids to bed. They've got a lot to do. There's just a lot on their plate. My recommendation, obviously, is take this 15 minutes before you go to bed. It will be the best spent 15 minutes of your day. And to get that good night's sleep will set you up the next day feeling good and having a lot more energy. Have you ever had sleep issues? Is this something you've personally battled with? Personally, I have not had sleep issues. Since I started um, developing this program and going through uh, the business of it, you know, I had to set up a whole new business and I brought my daughter in with me and we developed this product. Yes, I started to have sleep issues, which a lot of working women do and, and particularly entrepreneurs. And I actually, I have to say, I, one night I was, I was so uptight, I took a warm bath, a lavender oil, and I did my program. And I was surprised that it worked for me because it was my voice. I thought I was going to lie there and say, okay, Chris, you sound ridiculous. Okay, Chris, this isn't working for me. It totally put me to sleep. It was like another voice. And it was wonderful. I was I so guess happy. It brings up the question of the, the role and impact of stress, which is someone could be doing this program, maybe even exercising and eating right. Mm -hmm. But if there's something incredibly stressful going on for them in their life, might be at work, might be personally, mm -hmm. does this still work? Or do we kind of need to go handle the stress causing factor first? It depends. It depends how serious it is. And, you know, as you go through life, you know yourself, there are periods of your life that are more stressful than others. There are days that are more stressful than others. If it's a day here and there, you know, you want to deal with it and you know how to relax. If it's an ongoing problem, I would definitely seek medical opinion. Any three tips, top of your head, for someone who, you know, it's probably getting some sleep, not enough, has never thought they even needed a product. Mm -hmm. Just to sort of inspire them to maybe look at the benefits of getting just a little bit more sleep. Something that would inspire them to look at this. I think just the testimonials from people who, who have done these simple techniques, who say they work, the sleep experts all over the world say this is what you need to do to unwind at night to get that better deep sleep. One, because it works, and two, because it's easy, it's simple. It's really making a commitment, making the choice to commit to lifelong sleep. You know, sleep is a, is a, is a commitment to your health. It's, it's huge, and do you wanna make that commitment? A lot of people make it with exercise and diet, but you need to make it with sleep. And once you do, you'll reap the benefits. Well, I think, Christine, one of the things that most inspired me and sold me was all the benefits and impact that it has, not only on preventing disease, weight loss, metabolism, your immune system. So I, uh, I'm thrilled to have you on the show, and I'm thrilled that you've Thank been able you. to share with you know, many, many people who are going to watch this themselves and pass this on. I hope so, Ariane. Thank you so much for having me. It's Thank been a pleasure. You. So her product is Good Night Sleep Right. For more information on Christine and her work, please visit her website at christinefeewellness.com. And for more incredibly interesting, helpful, useful interviews, please visit us on the web 
at changenation.com. Thanks for watching and get a good night's sleep. Welcome, I'm Ariane and I'm here with Christine Fee. She's a sleep expert, someone who can guarantee help you get a good night's sleep. I'm gonna ask her a few questions about change, transformation, what's really helped her in her life. Christine, welcome. Thank you, it's a pleasure to be here, Ariane. Christine, what is the best change that you've ever made in your life? Well, I have two best changes. I'll give them to you chronologically. The first best change was when I got into the fitness industry. I started teaching aerobics classes. Then I got certified in, and did personal training, started my own personal training business. And I grew with the whole exercise phenomenon from beginning to end. And it was very exciting and it was very rewarding in addition to raising my three children. And it was that aspect of my life that I had put behind me. I love to teach. I'm a teacher by profession. And I love to dance. And I love to share with people and to help people. And, and all of this was included in my fitness journey. And then the second best change I made was once my children were all gone, they all left the nest, and I was kind of, uh, kind of looking for something new and something more challenging. And I got into the sleep industry, so to speak, which is called, and uh, now it's an industry, and um, learning more about sleep and helping people from that aspect. So these were two changes, um, becoming a little more independent from uh, my family's needs and doing something for me. What is the hardest change you've ever had to deal with? I've had a very easy life, actually. Um, difficult change was probably trying to figure out what I was going to do after my children had left. I felt like there was nothing left for me. And, and where am I right now? Is this the end? Do I just kind of go off into the sunset and, and die? Like, is it the beginning of the end here? Um, or do I push myself on these concepts I had to help people sleep? Do I, do I really follow through on this? Is this really me? Can I really do this? I don't know if I can do this. And that was really tough for me to take the first few steps. And I had some really good friends who helped push me along. I was going to say, what, what helped with the identity shift? Because I'm hearing it's really going from who you thought you were to who you now are and who exactly, you can still exactly. be. Exactly, and it's, yes, it's evolving every day. Um, there were things, it was just something inside me that pushed me. Something in my head said, Chris, there's something else out there for you that you need to go get, you need to pursue. But I didn't know what it was, and, and, and I was frustrated for almost four years trying to figure out what is it. And then I found it, and then I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how to get started. And I ran into um, a friend from, from high school who was in the business of um, entrepreneurs, coaching entrepreneurs, and she started with me one baby step at a time. Well, the times it's about the people that just help us in the yes, right direction. Yes, the support system. What is the main foundational belief that you go to during times of change and transition in your own life? Things are meant to be. There is a reason for everything. That I am here for a purpose and to listen to my heart and go with my instincts. 
I've been craving to ask you this as a fitness expert. Do you exercise every day? What are your routines? I what do. do you, what I do. do you do to take care of yourself? I love to exercise. I always have. I've always been very physically active. I do a combination. I do cardio work, which would be in the form of walking or riding my bike or going to an aerobics class. I um, do Pilates two or three times a week, and I do strength training a couple times a week. Beautiful. What is something that you would tell anyone watching this that might be struggling, might be depressed, might be stressed, just going through a bit of a hard time right now in life? What would you tell them? I would tell them search. Sur search for answers. Search for a way out. If you feel stuck, which I did, I felt like I was stuck, like my feet were in cement, go for help. You may talk to your friends, you may talk to someone who you know will listen and not just give you a whole bunch of advice. Listen, keep your ears open, ask, talk to people, e even a professional. Go get some counseling and direction. It's amazing how it helps. Christina, in the two industries that you're, you're in now as an expert, both mm -hmm. sleep and fitness, what are some changes you'd like to see happen in those industries? Oh, I am so passionate about this whole sleep epidemic in our country this cavalier attitude towards sleep. Well, we're Americans, we work hard, it's okay if we only get four hours sleep, but look at how successful I am. There's an understanding that has to be sent out there, it has to be addressed, how important sleep is, that in order to be productive and healthy and happy, we need to get our sleep in order. And after that, the diet and the exercise all falls into place. Extremely important. I'm very passionate about it. I want to get the word out there. And I am aligning myself with uh, medical experts who feel the same way. I feel I am in the, the beginning launch of sleep and its importance in America, the way I was 25 years ago with the launch of the whole exercise information and education. Well, we're happy that you've had the courage to pursue a bigger path and take that step forward. I know a lot of people think about it, but we acknowledge yes. you for actually getting up, taking action, and persevering. And I know you, you are and will help a lot of people. So thank, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for watching. Mm -hmm.